Whatever sport you're playing, once the season is done, what is your plan for training and prepping yourself to build your body up and get ready for next season? I'm a firm believer that athletes, they're truly made in the off season. That's when you really get to address all of the things that will help you to perform better in your sport. But the real question is, how are you going to make the absolute most of your off season? This is a time where you can really address how to get your body stronger, more powerful, address any of the deficits, and even address some of the ways that the season may have taken a toll on your body, or maybe even exposed areas that you need to focus on this off season. The reality is, like with anything else, just because you put the time in in the off season, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to translate into better results. And if you're looking to maximize your off season training program, this episode is something that you definitely want to listen to. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the H&L Movement Podcast. Any new listeners, thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoy these episodes. Take a look at all of the previous guest interviews, some of the great conversations, even solo episodes to really help to elevate your performance. And the returning listeners, thank you again for joining me for another week. For any of you listening, if you find this content very helpful, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, and a helpful review to help with the growth of the podcast. I really enjoy making all of these episodes for you every week. Let's dive straight into today's topic. Today's topic is going to be about off-season training. And of course, if you're a competitive athlete, then this definitely pertains to you. But this really expands and pertains to anybody. Anybody that's training to be physically active, doing something that they're working towards in life. Because the fact is that it's really hard to do the same training volume constantly. It's not only hard on your body physically, but mentally, emotionally, everything that you're doing. It becomes something that if you don't have these periods of different focuses or emphasis with your training, then it can potentially be detrimental to what you are striving to achieve. As I've mentioned before, off-season training is really the time for an athlete to really develop. Really give your body what it needs physically, physiologically, even mentally. Develop some of that confidence to know that when you're put in these situations in the season, you know that you're going to be able to consistently perform. On top of that, in the off-season, that's when you really can change your focus, not so much on your sport, but actually developing some of the strengths, some of the attributes that really help you to give yourself that little extra edge to perform when the lights are on. So in this episode, I'm just going to talk about a few key points just to get the gears turning, to think about some of these things and how to apply this to formulate a better plan in the off season. We could go so in depth on this topic that this could be a whole nother series of podcasts, but I want to keep it very short. So the first point that I'm going to talk about is that really off season training and in season training, it's really interdependent. And what I mean by this is that oftentimes, we go into the season unprepared. 
And because of that, our body tends to break down more than it should have or more than what we would have liked. And because of that, at the end of the season, instead of jumping into an off-season training program that's productive, what happens is we spend a lot of time almost doing rehab, taking care of all the injuries, all the aches and pains, all of the compensations that were created during the season. And when you look at that, when you utilize majority of the off-season to try to address a lot of the issues that could have been prevented if you were more prepared during your season, all we're doing is getting back to baseline again and again that next season comes and then you're not even that much better off than you were the previous season and you kind of get stuck in the circle that every off season instead of actually building your body up and developing yourself further it becomes just a catch-up game trying to get yourself as prepared as possible for the next season instead of trying to elevate your performance so that you go into the next season better off than what you were before. Now you can see on that note, if you have a good off season, you can see how that will really play into not only performing well in the season, but it will really help to set up a good season where the season doesn't take as big of a toll on your body. Of course, you're going to have the natural fatigue, tightness, you know, some compensatory patterns, but hopefully it doesn't get to the point where it's so detrimental at the end of the season. And a lot of that can be prevented if you have a good off season training program. Along with the off-season and in-season being dependent off of each other, the emphasis of training needs to have a drastic shift into what you're focusing on. I would say that's probably the biggest difference in the off-season that sometimes gets overlooked or just flat-out neglected. So during the season, we know that it's very hard to develop strength and conditioning, strength, power, quickness stability, mobility, especially when you have this training volume and you're doing the same type of activities week after week. You're practicing, you have games, you have all of these other things that take up a lot of the demands during the season. So in season, it's really focused on sports-specific skills, sports-specific training, getting you prepared to perform during games. And because of that, the strength and conditioning aspect, yes, you do workouts, but the structure of workouts is very different. It is not as high of a priority as doing all of the other things like practices and games. So in season, just remember that it's highly sports specific. Everything that you're doing is catered to performance in the season. Now, what I want to emphasize here is that in the off season, that needs to shift. You're not going to practice and play games and do everything in that sport like you did in the season. If you do, then that's when you're not taking advantage of off-season training, off-season strength and conditioning. In the off-season, that's when you need to give your body a break from all of the performance demands of how many games you're playing in the season, how many times a week you're practicing the same type of skill set over and over. You need to shift your focus, put that on the back seat a little bit, and focus on just developing movement, developing your strength, becoming a well-rounded athlete, a well-rounded mover, just getting back to baseline or zero. And you've heard some of my guests in the past talk about this. It's really this term that I call tuning your body up in the beginning. And after that, you have this good foundation where we can actually build strength, conditioning, power, all of these attributes that you need to become a better athlete. We can build that in the right way so that you're better off and more prepared when you're heading into the next preseason. So there's that balance. It's hard to maintain a level of practice and games and sports specific playing activities and do strength and conditioning at the same time. 
and vice versa. It's very hard to focus on all of the strength and conditioning things if you have to play all of these games and practices. So that's where it has to flip in the off season. Now, going back to what I mentioned earlier, my first point is that the beginning of the off season, you really just want your body to reset, reset physically, but also mentally, emotionally, get your mind and body ready to do training again. And the key word that I want to say here in the beginning of the off season. So as soon as that last game finishes, the next two to three weeks, just make sure that your body can recover. Try to alleviate any of the negative demands of what the season did to your body and just recover. Remember recovery. We want to be able to reset our body and set up a good foundation so that we can actually put in a lot of work in whatever time frame you have during the off season. Now, what I want to mention here is that unfortunately, sometimes things happen. And if you do sustain either a chronic injury during the season or a season ending injury, then that really changes the timeline and the emphasis of your off season. You're really having to address a lot of extra issues that are very different from someone who is relatively healthy at the end of the season. So that's why it's very important to do the things in your season to maintain your body, to function well, to prevent injuries, because that again will tie into getting into your off season training faster. Now, unfortunately, sometimes things happen. Maybe you need a season ending surgery. Maybe you need to take more time off to recover because the season was so demanding or you had some injuries that you were playing through. And when that happens, you have to deal with it. Of course, it's not impossible to get prepared and be better off for the next season, but just know that it's going to take a lot more time to get back into the training, depending on what the situation is, of course. Now, why I want to bring this up is because this is not something that's should be normalized or should be ideal. Like I'm going to use my off season to go and do extensive amounts of rehab and extensive amounts of recovery because I just beat up my body and take it beyond my threshold during the season. And I need prolonged periods of time just to feel like I'm ready to get back into training. Because again, that really shortens your off season and you get stuck in this circle again where it will carry over and affect the next season and it will carry over and affect the next off season. And until you actually put all of this extra time and work, it's going to be a factor into how much can you benefit from some of the off-season training. So the key point there is, remember, recovery is key and set your body up so that now we can address all of the deficits that you want to work on. Now in the off-season, I'm not going to go into the nitty-gritty. You need a systematic program. You want something that is individualized and how do you know what you need to work on? This is where I can't emphasize enough. My approach would be get a thorough assessment, movement assessment, strength assessment, power assessment, see how you're moving, see what kinds of things you noticed, or even talk to your coach. What was their perception on some of the things that were limiting factors during your last season and limiting factors on your performance? The more that you can communicate this, get a thorough assessment, get a bigger picture of where you are, in the beginning of the off season, that will help to formulate an individualized specific plan that's unique to what you need to work on. Now, why do I say this is because not every athlete needs to work on the same things. We all move differently. We all have different strengths. We all have different techniques. We all play different positions, even within the same sport. Because of this, there's a lot of different things that will probably make a bigger difference for you 
that may not necessarily benefit someone else as greatly. In the off season, once you understand what direction you need to go, that's probably more important than creating the actual plan. Don't get me wrong. What, how, when, why you're doing certain things, that's all crucial too. But if you didn't know what direction you needed to go because the assessment part was lacking, or maybe you're just not aware of what things you need to specifically work on, then it really doesn't matter what what plan you have in front of you because then it becomes just this huge guessing game. And you're just hoping that what you do is really addressing some of these deficits. That's the big conceptual theory and my philosophy. And really what you should be focusing on is just, again, making your body a stronger, more powerful version of you, addressing some of the imbalances, some of the compensations, some of the weaknesses that if you start to integrate this into your strength and conditioning, it will translate into your sport. And that's the big thing. If you start to train in the right way and you understand how to utilize your body better, basically just become a better athlete, become a better mover, become a stronger version of yourself that will cater towards your specific sports tasks. That's how you make sure that you're training in the right way to benefit your sport. You don't want to be training in a way that's not like your sport. So for example, I've seen this in the past. You might jump into a training group with your friends and maybe they're different sports or even different positions. And sometimes you're training like what will help them. But in regard to what you have to do, it doesn't really translate to what your sport or your position entails. Those are some things that you just want to be aware of because again, everyone's so individualized that you really need to be clear and understand what types of things you need to work on based off of the assessment again. And the last thing I will say about that is that the more that you work on your weaknesses integrated into how you're training, that will create a better and more balanced you. Oftentimes, we want to work on what we're strong at. You want to do the things that you know that you can do well. You want to do the things that you know it will be easier to see the gains or make the gains. You don't necessarily want to work on the things that you know are good for you sometimes, but it's extremely difficult for you to carry out. But that's what we really need to do is create this balance, make you a more well-rounded mover and athlete, and this will help you in the long term. I guarantee it. If you really focus on making your whole body work together, that will always help you to perform better, but also lower injury risks. And then the last point that I want to make is as you're creating this plan, be very progressive, systematic, make sure that you're working in ways that your body is responding well. Then the last phase of the off season is make sure that you're prepping for preseason and the actual season. This is when you start to tune up everything, start to make it more functional or more sports specific, including how you're getting into condition for the season. You want to make sure that metabolically, physiologically, you can carry out the demands of everything that you have to do in your position and in the season and make sure that everything you're working on now, you're translating it into these ways that will help to elevate your performance. Periodically through the off-season training program, I am assessing you to make sure that we're on the right track, make sure that your body is responding and adapting in preferable ways. And especially as it gets closer to preseason training, then you really want to make sure you take some assessments, you make sure that the body is functioning well, you've addressed a lot of these things throughout the entire off-season. 
And when you start to put all of this together, it benefits you more ways than just physically. I mean, mentally, you'll probably feel better. You'll have a lot more confidence to actually go into the season and know that your body is going to be able to tolerate and do all of the activities that you do probably better than you have in the past. And this is really where you want to be heading into the preseason. You want to be stronger than what you were before. You want to be more athletic. You want to move better. You want to have developed into a better athlete than you were ever before. And when you set that baseline entering the season a little higher, guess what? It's not only going to benefit your performance, but it's also going to make the season be less taxing on your body to continue to carry out the demands of your activity and sport at that high level. And that's really what it's about. When you start to perform better, feel better, have more confidence, this will help you in so many ways during the season. And again, the off-season training program, that is where athletes are made. I can't emphasize that enough. You can't make as much progress, not nearly as much progress, in strength and conditioning during the season when you have all of the other demands and time commitments of practices and games. This is where you want to be again. And you don't want to be playing catch up and just trying to get back to what's acceptable and where you were the last season. You always want to use your off seasons to become that much better off. And this is where you'll really start to take advantage again of being physically prepared and ready to really elevate your performance during the season. I hope this helps a lot of you and I hope you'll rethink and start to plan out your off season training program. This is especially applicable now because With the COVID pandemic, we saw that we had this abbreviated season in the spring and people are going to have a very short turnaround. So even though it's a shorter time frame, you still can apply these concepts to recover, to train and prep yourself so that you're better off when you're heading into, if you're a fall sport, heading into that fall season again. And the bottom line here is to really remember to get assessed, to develop a plan that is really going to work for you. And then everything else It's very similar to what we talk about. It's about dedicating yourself to that plan, being consistent with it, and focusing on doing the things that will intentionally make yourself a better athlete. Once you have that direction and a plan, a plan goes a long way when it comes to off-season training. You want to develop a general direction of where you're headed. And of course, listen to your body. Things are not set in stone. You can be flexible. You can adapt. But the general direction of where you're heading this offseason, you'll have that set out and you'll always keep your eye heading in that direction. I hope that everyone takes some of these concepts and really help you to elevate yourself this offseason. Because every offseason, if you make the most of it, that can add up so much over the years. It can be the difference of getting that starting job getting a scholarship, maybe playing professionally, maybe even preventing some injuries so that you can enjoy your sport and have a longer career. All of these aspects are very important and are addressed in the off season. So I can't emphasize that enough. And I hope that you took some gems away from this episode. I will leave it at that. And I wish everyone luck in their training regimen and really focus on making yourself more well-rounded and a better athlete. Thank you very much again for joining me for another episode. I really enjoy making these solo episodes and sharing some information that will really help you to elevate your performance. If you have any feedback or just want to reach out to me, feel free to contact me on social media or email me. My email is andrew at hnlmovement.com. You can also utilize the contact page on my website, hnlmovement.com. Be sure to check out social media, check out my website for a lot of new updates that are coming right around the corner. And also if you have 
haven't already, check back on some of the previous podcast episodes. There were definitely a lot of great ones and a lot of fun ones. Stay tuned for more because a lot of great episodes are coming down the pipeline. And I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, aloha. Aloha.